Thank you for joining us for another episode of Build Your Fort with Lentheus Cheney. I am Lentheus Cheney, and I'm here to talk with you a little bit about a phenomenal guest that I have this the, today. Her name is Lana Williams. She's a personal finance coach with 30 years of experience in the financial expertise and successful money management solutions. But guess what, guys? She walked away from it all because, you know, corporate world made her understand and realize that she needed more balance in her life. So here she is to talk to us about her story and to give you all some inspiration and some information on how you can manage your money and also walk away from corporate if that's what you want to do. So Lana, thank you so much for joining me um, today. I appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for um, having me and thank you for this platform. Um, this is very exciting. So I'm, I'm very, very happy that you were um, encouraged and driven and led to do this. Thank you. Um, it's something that I've, it's many iterations of something that I've done in the past before, and it's just come to the form of a podcast. So I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful for people like you who've got that type of knowledge that you can share with the masses and let everyone know what it is that you're doing and how you can be of service to them and how they can persevere on to their next steps. So with that said, how and when did you make that transition from being in corporate world doing finance to actually stepping on your own and doing it yourself? Yeah. Um, so I actually um, did it probably about six years ago. Um, and um, and I've been a financial coach, self-employed and business for myself about four years. This is my fourth year. Um, but yeah, I just, um, after, you know, so many jobs, so many bosses, so many corporations, I just never felt completely fulfilled. And so things lined up. Um, uh, it was a, a, a good time financially, you know, before I started digging into um, some other things, you know, incurring debt, buying bigger this and bigger that. And I thought I would take the risk and, and here I am. <laughs> so it sounds like you kind of prepared yourself before you took that jump. You didn't just get fed up one day and say, Hey, I'm out of here. You did some things to, um, I take it, pre prepare yourself before you stepped out on your own. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, I am a finance person. Um, I've been in finances, uh, banking, investment, advising, consulting, um, and I'm a frugal person. So honestly, I um, kind of, you know, li like live that way. Like I, I, I won't say that I was fully ready to, to just jump out on my own without having income. But um, I've really kind of always been in a secure um, position. So that that's my, my money personality, right? I'm a saver, right? Um, um, spending too much, you know, gets under my skin, makes me nervous. Um, so, so yeah, it was just, um, um, yeah, I was, I was really just 
kind of there. So it was having the the nerve and the the confidence um, to to take that risk. Really, that was the hard part. The mental and the emotional piece was mm-hmm. the hard part for me. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, you're you're a unicorn. You know, many of us come from a background of, um, you know not many of us, some of us come from a background of not having that financial literacy. I understand that you got a lot of what you know before you even entered corporate world from your from your parents. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I grew up um, in a, you know, what I call a financially conscious household. Um, so I, I actually lived, you know, my parents going from um, uh, one, one, I would say category, right? So when you say upper class, lower class, middle class, right? Going from one category mm-hmm. and, um, you know, live through the sacrifices, the, the savings, the, um, we, we laugh today, right? You can laugh now the, um, the, the summers of eating, you know, fish sticks, <laughs> pork and beans, um, because my parents had, you know, taken a leap to invest in, in some property or, or, or do different things. So, they, yeah, they always encourage saving money. Um, you know, we used to have to turn the lights off every time we left a, a, a room. Um, I, I have a little video where I share that I would hop in the, the shower in the morning to get dressed and the water was cold because my father had turned the hot water heater off. You know, all those things in an effort to save money. So, yeah, that was that was driven in. And, and you don't recognize that. Right. You're, you're not aware of that then when you're a child and, and when you're growing up. It's just kind of how we live. Um, but then, of course, as you become an adult, you find yourself doing those same things. Right. Having those same patterns. So. Um, so, yeah, definitely grew up that way. So what was the feeling you had when you realized that that regular paycheck wasn't going to come, however you got paid monthly or biweekly? Tell me, was there any anxiety? Did you feel any kind of way when you realized that that regular paycheck wasn't coming anymore? Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> Most definitely. And and I, um, you know, let, let's, let's, I did, you know, look at, my finances. I did, um, um, you know, kind of map out how much can I live on, right, per month, uh, per year. And, um, you know, you have to set goals before you do that. So I need to make this amount of money by this date, right? So you want to set revenue goals for yourself. Uh, but the the emotional and mental growth that you have to go through or that I went through um, um, jumping out on your own is very real and very big. Um, even confidence, like I, I suffered from uh, a confidence issue when I when I first started. I've been working with people in their money and businesses in their money and other banks in their money for years. Um, but then I realized that I didn't have like some big corporation behind me, right? To, to mm-hmm. say, hey, she is um, um, qualified to talk to you about this or to teach you. I was out on my own. Um, so it was a, it was a, a big leap. So to, to answer your question, 
you know, for, for a while, it wasn't so much the financial piece for me because I, I knew what I could do. I knew my limits, right? Um, but it was that, can I then generate and, and replace that income or exceed that income and having the, the, the confidence to, to do that? That was really the big piece for me. I totally can relate to that. I can remember I, I didn't leave. I was told that I had to come off a of payroll. Um, and luckily and gratefully for me, I had already started the process of paring things down a couple of years prior to that. It's kind of like God said, hey, something's happening. So I need for you to get yourself in order. So I basically shut my businesses down. I sold my car. I paid off student loans. I just did a lot of things that I needed to do to feel better about my financial situation. And bam, then two years later, I was laid off. And I remember even then, although I didn't have the same bills and I was going to be okay, I had a little bit of anxiety and um, a slight bout of depression, not having that money coming in on a regular basis every other week or every month. And it's a scary time. So uh, I'm glad that you didn't have to go through that. <laughs> but when you talk about that confidence, I began also taking jobs that I really didn't want to take out of fear because I was just so used to having the income. And it took me a minute to get out of that also. Um, I take it you didn't have that same issue. You were already in financial coaching or mon managing other people's money. So you were able to roll back into what you already knew, right? Uh, no, actually, I was in sales management. So the, the bulk of, of, of my uh, career uh, was in sell, sales management with, uh, uh, with banks and, and credit unions. So I've done, you know, other things with, with other companies. But um, um, yeah, I was, you know, really, you know, managing a team to uh, we call it sales. People that don't really relate to that in banking, but that's exactly what you're doing. You you have to have so many dollars in loans per month. You have to have so many credit cards. You know, so many um, deposits that you have to bring in. And so, so that was my my last job is you know teaching um, bankers um, how to do that. Mm, so, got you. yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Oh, Finish your thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really when, when I, when I, uh, decided to do that, I think like a lot of people, it, it was a rub, right? It, it didn't just hit me. It was something that had been tapping, right? I've been having this tap for years. Um, and I actually, I actually did it uh, probably about 15 years ago. And I, I, um, I, you know, was doing budgets and I was charging like $10, right? And I realized pretty quickly that I was not going to earn a living charging $10 doing budgets for people. So, you know, I, I closed that up pretty quickly and, and got a job. Um, and what's interesting is I found one of my old business cards and, and uh, you know, how, you know, when people start a business and they, they put their title as CEO or president or owner, I put financial coach, had never heard of it, right? That was just kind of what I, I called myself. Um, 
so yeah, it was really just kind of a, a, a rub. And, and like I said, it, you know, it was really just kind of the, the timing It was do it now, right? Um, you know, your debt is paid off. Um, you do have some savings. You, you know what I mean? So this is the chance before you get much older, <laughs> right? This is the chance if you're going to, to do that. And a big question that I asked myself was, what do you want the rest of your life to look like? That was the big question. And in no way did that include going to a job every day. It, it, it just never entered my head. So in my head, I'm like, you need to start planting the seeds to, to do that, um, you know, to do the thing or find the thing that you want to do for the rest of your life. So that, that's mm. really how that evolved. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about financial coaching. What exactly is financial coaching? Yeah, that's a great question, Lynthia. Um, so financial coaching is, uh, we work with, or as a financial coach, I work with um, individuals, couples on the foundation of money management. So most people are familiar with financial advisors, financial planners. Uh, they are, are more transactional, right? So that's when you start getting into the stock market, the bonds, that type of thing. But my emphasis is on your everyday finances and money management. So with my clients, we pay off debt. We build savings. We rein in your spending. Um, I look at your bills, right? Um, and so I always say I am uh, the person that gets you ready for the next level. And the next level is when you start investing, um, be it investing in, in property, gold, you know, whatever it is that you choose to do. But um, I'm sure you can identify as a, a realtor, you know, I work on that foundation. And when you have a, a strong foundation, like if you think about a house, you have that strong foundation, then the rest of the building is solid. Yeah, it's so, so that's very what, true. Yeah. Um, so that's what I do. And, and throughout my career, I just continued to see more and more and more a huge need for that. You know, there's just there's a need. I mean, the stat that says, what is it, 79 or 80 percent of America lives paycheck to paycheck. Right. That tells you a lot that people aren't saving. There's a lot of debt out there uh, and there's a disconnect between um how your money is working for you or not working for you. Yeah. What do you think scares people the most about revealing their financial struggles or their just opening up the books to a stranger? I can remember, you know, preface that by saying I can remember when I had bad money habits that I couldn't imagine. It was kind of embarrassing to be able to open up the books and show somebody that, I've been swiping that card over and over again for frivolous things. And do you find people are fearful of that? And if so, how do you help them get over that fear? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, embarrassment is um, a huge thing, Uh, especially like most of of my clients um, earn, you know, really good, healthy incomes. and um, uh, and at the same time, you know, can live 
you know, paycheck to paycheck, right? So, um, and so you have that, that thing of, I should know better, right? Um, or, um, I know what to do, but I'm not consistent or I don't do it, right? And we can relate to that in so many areas of our lives, right? I know the steps, but I just don't do it. Or I start, or I start every year and, and I fall by the, by the wayside. So really what I do is I, I offer a free consultation, 20 minute con consultation. And I, I, you know, just, just try to get people to that. Um, I'm fortunate and, and grateful that um, a lot of my business comes from referrals. And so now it's coming from uh, previous clients. So really they do all the sales work <laughs> for me. That's a good thing. So, so when people come, they're like, you know, they're, they're soul, right? Um, um, because they've shared their experience. But, but just, just, you know, getting people to that, that consultation and, having the conversations, letting them know that you're not the only one, <laughs> you know, doing what you're doing or in the position that you're in. It's not that bad, right? Um, and it is very fixable, right? Very doable. And you will have a partner, right? You'll have a, a, a coach to, to guide you and, and help you. And um, and then with with my practice with with my business, I really try to incorporate mindset shifts as much as possible, right? I'm not a therapist or um, a psychologist or anything, but you know, I want awareness. So I do a lot of what I call soft exercises to help with that. Um, shifting your mindset, education, right? So I encompass a lot of those things. It's not just black and white dollars and cents because we want long-term solutions, right? We want long-term growth. Um, so, so that's it. But people are going to move when they're ready. Um, you know, I've, I've had a couple of people that, you know, kind of, you know, buzzed around for a couple of years and then they pulled the trigger, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I just keep, you know, just, just feeding them, them information. I always try to give value, even if you don't decide to work with me, I try to give you something to help you to the next level. Yeah. You said something that sparked something for me. You said that I'm not a therapist or a psychologist, but there is some psychology to money. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And the reasons why we spend the way we do sometimes comes from the way we were brought up or some phobias we may have or some fears may, we may have of money. You know, same thing with people who have a fear of lack or are abundance. It goes both ways. I understand that some people have trouble with managing money because of some of those psychological things that they've grown up with. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I um, told someone not too long ago that of, uh, of my clients, it does not matter the age, right? I have yet to have a client that does not mention how they grew up. Mm -hmm. um, 
in relation to money and finances. My my parents never saved, never talked about it, um, um, or that's all that they emphasize. Or, you know, every time my mother got paid, we went shopping. Um, I, you know, 61 year olds, it does not matter. Everyone refers back to, to that. And so that's a real big, real thing. In addition to marketing, that's huge, right? In addition to, um, um, experiences, you know, maybe when you were 19, 20, 21 and, and you did something and it messed up your credit or, you know what I mean? Or um, you co-sign on a loan for a girlfriend or a boyfriend, right? Um, all of those things add to um, how you you see your money, view your money, and manage it today. Yeah. Would you say that financial coaching is for everyone? You don't have to just be in trouble to seek out the help of a coach, correct? Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. I mean, I have um, what I, I call, I do like uh, personalized um, uh, programs. And oh, yeah, I have a number of clients who are considered doing fine, but they want to to do something else or, or, or um, um, you know, can't make a decision or um, maybe move to the, the next level, right? Um, so they, they have like, specific things that they want to work on and, and, and talk through and want guidance on. Um, so absolutely, no, no. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a partnership and, and, and the relationship is very important. Like it's, it's important that you feel comfortable with, you know, the person that you're working with and that, um, you know, the trust is there. Like I'm, I'm big on confidentiality. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not a trouble. I, I honestly have few people that are in what I would consider, quote unquote, trouble financially. Um, that, you know, that's a, that usually those folks I will point in a, a, a different direction depending on what's going on. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about finances for entrepreneurs, people who are preparing to stare out, step out on their own or those who already have left the corporate nest and they're out there getting their uh, entrepreneurship journey on its legs. So what kind of tips that you can give them as they go through this process? Yeah. So, so if I, if I think about, uh, let's say someone that's considering it, right. Let, let's start there. Um, uh, the, the first thing I would do is open a business account, right? Open a business account, um, lend yourself some money. So you definitely want to separate business from personal. And so that's for those folks that are already out there. Separate business from personal. You want your, your business to be self-sustaining, right? You don't want to keep feeding it from your personal. So, um, you know, something that I did personally is I pulled money from savings and I considered it a loan to the business, right? And, uh, and then set a goal that you're going to, I'm going to pay myself back. So I know I have to make at least that amount, right? Um, and so start that business account and then, um, 
you know, start researching. So because it's, it's cash flow and cash reserves, right? You, you want to keep your finances simple. When you are self-employed, you are marketing, you are the business, your janitorial services, your accounting and finance, you are tech support, you're everything. So the last thing you want is to have financial struggles because that is a huge monster, right? Um, so, you know, get a feel for what it costs you to run your business every day, right? Every month, how much is that going to cost you? And that's research, that's talking to people that are already doing it, that's, you know, videos, that's all, all the, the groups, right? Uh, masterminds, that's all the types of things, um, resources that you can find that information. Um, so, you know, start that account, do your research, you know, even you can start buying some of the little things, right? Mm -hmm. Some of the, the little things that, that you need, you know, go ahead. If it's uh, inventory, equipment, uh, what, whatever it is, right? You can just start kind of building that. Uh, from the personal standpoint, you definitely want to save as much as possible. Again, remember cash reserves. So, with with you know you're operating with your cash flow that's your day-to-day -day money but you want money put aside because if let's say something goes awry then you have funds that you can tap into or if an opportunity presents itself right then you have funds that you can tap tap into um so um you want to save as much as possible. You want to pay down as much debt as you can. You want to minimize your personal expenses. You know, that gym membership to the gym you haven't been to in two years. Um, you know, all of those things. You are want you, to what are you trying to say? Exactly what are you trying to say? Listen, <laughs> I have seen a lot of budgets, okay? <laughs> And that one is always a pull. That that one I, is I, always a pull. I need you to get out of my account. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it hasn't been two years. It's been a few months. I've, I've severely dropped off of the wagon since COVID. It's just, I was doing good at the beginning of COVID. And 2021, it's been a struggle, but I need to either cancel it or go. <laughs> Listen, I always say gyms have the best marketing. I mean, they, you know, they, you're grandfathered in, like they have, they have that system down, right? You do. And, and they make yeah. it difficult for you to get out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's their, that's their, their bread and butter, right? Um, yeah. So they, they know what they're doing, but uh, yeah, just, you know, streamlining those expenses because you, the, the, also you, you know, you want your personal to be, your personal finances to be as stable as possible. Do you, do you know what I mean? Um, so that it's not the time to, to go buy a new car unless that's something you need for the business, right? Um, you know, you may want to hold off on, you know, buy the new bigger home right now. Um, 
so yeah, really those are kind of those those core things and set goals, set revenue goals. It doesn't have to be a, a one year goal. Uh, you know, you can set a one week goal, right? Let me just start yeah. here again, keep yeah. it simple. But um, yeah, just just kind of understanding what you're getting into. Keep your your personal, you know, at a minimum, save as much as possible and don't overcomplicate the, the financial piece, you know, get QuickBooks or Wave or something like that if you need to, but try to keep it as simple as possible. Makes sense. Wave is one of my fi- my my favorites. I've been with them for many years and I've, mm-hmm. you know, they've they've evolved. They've gotten a lot better, mm-hmm. um, but it was a lifesaver at the beginning when I didn't know what I was doing. So um, yeah, Wave is a free software. We we don't get paid by them. I think we need to get paid by them. Um, but they're a good software for those of you who are looking for some um, financial software out there. Um, you have an ebook, I understand. It's called Financial Detox. Um, what is a financial detox? Yeah, that that's good. Uh, financial detox is uh, the the way I I, I wrote that. The, well, the way the way it came about is. Uh, there, there are things that I do personally, right? And that I teach clients, but depending on how long I work with a client, it's kind of hard to, to, to get into kind of those little daily things. Um, and it's, it's, it's going through your everyday money, right? Your everyday finances. So it could fall anywhere from um, how much I'm, I'm spending at the grocery store right all, all the way to you know when is the last time i've actually shopped my insurances you know have i been with the same insurance company for you know 10 years uh have i been with the same cell phone company for 10 years you know here in georgia you know the gas company right and 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 so the detox is going through and minimizing your expenses and your fees. So, so kind of clearing out, right, the, the, the junk and then maximizing. So, you know, I have a, a savings section where you actually look at the interest rates on your savings accounts and then compare it to the current rates today. Um, and usually you can you know, move that money and have a, a big jump and earn more on your money. So, so that's what the detox is. And then, and you know, there's some, some soft things like I do a no spend weekend. That's a part. So it's 21 days and I just take you to, through various steps, but there's like a no spend weekend, right? Um, um, there's a, you know, going through your, your spending and just kind of being aware and looking at like looking at last month's spending. And, you know, nine times out of 10, there are things on there you don't even remember. Right? What was that? Right. Mm. And so, so that's what I, I, I walk you through, through, during, through in the ebook in that detox. And, and so that's like kind of your, your precursor, right? So you're getting your, your existing finances intact. Right. Um, and then we, we build, and so then we start paying off the debt and building the savings, right? And, and reining it in the expenses. And then from there, you know, level three of the house is, you know, you start moving into your money working for you, 
Mm -hmm. Right. And so that that's kind of the steps. But yeah, that's that's the the ebook. And I I love it. And, and you know, people like it. <laughs> so it gets good reviews and, and just those little things that uh, you just kind of let slide. And before you know it, six, seven, eight years have gone by, mm -hmm. you know. Mm hmm. So the detox is not a one-time thing. It's something that you work on continually, like you said, every year or every quarter, or however you set it up. Go through your insurance and make sure you're getting the right rates. Check your bank account um, to make sure you're getting the right, you know, interest rates. Uh, not interest rates, but the um, the percentage of money that you get back from storing your money there um, or in your savings account. So things that you could do to put more money in your pocket. That's the easiest way for me to say. Also continue to just make sure that um, you're spending as less money as possible going out the door and that you're saving as much as possible. That's an ongoing thing. Detox is not just one time. Just like we detox once or twice a year, we got to detox our finances as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So annually, every other year, um, it's, it's something that you 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 want to do, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have a final question for you here. Someone comes to you and they're in trouble. Um, bankrupt or not bankrupt? What do you What do you suggest? And are you an advocate for bankruptcy under certain circumstances, or is, are you one that says you should never file bankruptcy? Um, I am. I am a advocate for what works best for the person or family, depending on their situation. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're, depending on what's going on, someone could be inundated with, with medical bills. Uh, you know, there are so many situations where uh, a, a bankruptcy probably is the best solution at that time. Um, again, it's all, it's, it's stance and positioning, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, just to just to be frank, if 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 someone spent tons and tons and tons of money, right, and uh, have tons and tons and tons of debt as a result of that, and they want to then file bankruptcy, really and truly, that's a bigger issue than not being responsible for the debt, dude. Do you, you see where I'm going? That's yeah. that's much bigger. Um, and so in a case like that, you know, would I recommend, hey, you know what, suffer through this and, and, and pay it off? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would. However, I would not. I would not. Not look at that particular issue, because what that means is you're just going to do it again. Right. Like, where's the where's the 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 lesson? But if if, you know, circumstances or et cetera, um, um, you know, someone just can't get out of it. Um, you know, life things have happened. Uh, they maybe try the co companies aren't cooperating, which you see a lot um, and they just need a break. Um, you know, there's so many different scenarios where you know, someone would say, you know what, you, you know, do this, start over, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I like that wasn't the last question. This is the last question. If you were not a financial guru that you are, what do you see yourself doing if if not this? Um, you know what? I would be if well, if money was not a, a an uh object like if it doesn't didn't matter, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, anything. Okay. Okay. What's I your would, dream? What would be your dream job if not this? Yeah. You know, it would be something so opposite of, of finance. I would either uh, be in the art world. <laughs> I would be, uh, you know, production or creative or something in the, the, the drama world. Uh, you know, I would do... Um, um, you know, be a tour guide on dolphin tours, like something completely <laughs> different, like all of those things that I, I just love, right? Like I love art, music, oh, oh my God, something in the, the, the musical field, like I would just throw myself in there and like, give me a job or what can I do? Or I'll do it free or, or something like that. Yeah. Completely well, you know, opposite. it's not too late. You can always <laughs> follow those dreams. You've got the financial background behind you. So I implore you to one day get out there and paint the dolphins or whatever it is that you want to do creatively. Make sure you get an opportunity to do that for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Any any last words you have for our listeners? Um, well, one is, you know, this this is the time. Like if you are looking for a sign to be all you could be and and follow what um, your intuition tells you to do, it's so worth it. It, it, it is so worth it. Like, don't hesitate. If, if money and finances is the issue, uh, there's so there's so much help available. There's, uh, you know, grants. There's there, there, there's so much to help support you. Um, there are people, uh, knowledgeable people. Um, don't 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 put it off. In it anymore right just just go for it like we're here right we're here yeah yes. go for it go for it well thank you so much for that i appreciate your time i thank you for instilling your words of knowledge onto everyone and just being here today and giving us a few words about financial literacy i hope somebody out there and i'm sure somebody out there who hears your voice going to be able to learn something and move beyond whatever they're going through right now. So I thank you again. Uh, thank you. Thank you for um, uh, the platform to, to, to help people. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're more than welcome. You work hard all year long, so why not get more for your money at Experimax Midtown Atlanta? Looking for a MacBook Pro, iMac, or iPad? Don't pay full retail prices at the Apple Store when you can get the same quality products without the premium price. Experimax in Midtown Atlanta is your Apple headquarters, with everything from Apple desktops to laptops, watches, accessories, and more. 
Get the peace of mind you deserve and buy with confidence, knowing that all of Experimac's certified pre-owned products are put through rigorous testing to make sure they deliver the reliability and dependability you demand. Experimax Midtown Atlanta makes it easy and affordable. Plus, you can trade in your old devices and get an offer right on the spot. So shop smarter and save money only at Experimax Midtown Atlanta.